Hello, and welcome to A Proper Full-On Gay Crisis, a Hearts of a Fan podcast with me, David. And me, Kate. I'm very excited to be back talking about Heartstopper again, after what feels like forever. Well, yeah, it's been well. It's been a good month since we did our last recording, now, hasn't it? Too long. Yeah. Too long without Heartstopper in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little Heartstopper break to have some Disney time instead um for the honeymoon and that was wonderful as well but yeah very glad to be back to Heartstopper. oh i'm glad you had a nice time anyway mm. oh yeah it was fabulous um so i mean you might change your mind after we start today's episode because mm. i think this is going to be the most depressing episode oh, to talk about no. yeah it is isn't it um, but before we get into that, we've got some stuff to talk about from last week. Oh, not last week, last episode, ah, still, haven't we? Yes! Oh my goodness, I've completely forgotten how this whole podcasting thing works. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we've got comments from you guys, listeners. We have indeed, we've had some wonderful, wonderful comments oh, this week. I'm excited for this, because I haven't actually seen any of them, because David very kindly uh, took over the Instagram account while I was away on honeymoon, so I've not even looked at it at all. So these will all oh, be a complete well, surprise for me, I'm really looking forward to it, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's um it's quite stressful doing the Instagram, isn't it? It's quite all consuming. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt the need to check it every five minutes. <laughs> it does kind of take over your life a little bit. I think I'm hoping to be a bit more balanced with it now that I've had a break and uh, had some perspective. But we'll see <laughs> how long that lasts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we had some people writing in with their heartstopper moments. We had decided that. Um, our heartstopper moment was during the homework scene when uh. Nick tells Charlie that he came out to Tara, mm. um, which was just such a lovely moment of positivity, yeah. and we just, uh, yeah, we really loved that that uh, that moment there. Playful, um, fun, gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, and there's a couple of you who agree with us. Um, Jade and Aria both said that you you've agreed with um, with our choice. Um, Jade saying it, it's just pure joy and sweetness and Aria has said that she she agrees because every moment in that scene is beautiful mm-hmm. like the moment where Charlie tackles Nick to the floor with mm-hmm. the hug the kisses and when they roll over yeah. um, and, they, and she just loves how open Nick is with his affections for Charlie now that he's out to some people mm. he's here and he's queer and loving it <laughs> yes yeah it's amazing it, it is lovely lovely isn't it because before it all felt quite hesitant and mm-hmm. I think that is the difference is now that he's told other people it's like official like there's no going back he's not questioning it anymore he's not questioning himself as much because it's like I've, I've done it I'm I'm there I'm ready to like commit to admitting that these feelings are real and just enjoying them exactly and as Tara said it feels um you know, she asked him, does it feel good that you've told someone? He was mm-hmm. like, yes, it does. And, you know, it is a weight off your shoulders, isn't it? It's sure. something that can weigh you down. And even just telling one or two people can just sort of lighten that load a bit. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Graham uh, wrote in and said that it's Charlie's little celebration when Nick <laughs> asks him out on the triple date. Um when he sort of jumps about after he's closed the door. Yeah. That is a lovely moment. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Very relatable. I've definitely yeah. done that little happy dance. <laughs> um, 
Claire um, has again listed quite a few of the the moments in that episode um and you know it's really hard to pin them down but she said that personally this is her favorite episode and i would have to agree there are so many lovely moments in it oh yeah she's she's got loads i'm just looking now yeah on the grassy field with the blankets tara's reaction to nick and charlie going out tara and darcy with the trumpet yeah, yeah. darcy <laughs> darcy does uh have some good moments in that episode as well doesn't she yeah, just oh, lots of... Oh, and Tau and L flirting-ish a little bit as well. Yeah, I think for every character, it's a good episode. And you've written a very, very good summary, Claire, of uh, all the best bits. Yeah, worth a read. Um, so have a look on her Instagram page to see um, all of Claire's favourite moments. Yeah, at Heartstopper Fan Podcast. If you haven't uh, started following us already, give us a follow. <laughs> Go and give uh, Claire's brilliant description a like. It's fantastic. Um, and finally, Alexandra has um, said that Nick coming out to Tara and his face as he admits that it feels good to let someone know, mm. that was her heartstopper moment. And yeah, as we've just said, um, I think they capture that moment so beautifully and I really like their friendship. Um, they have such a, um, a lovely dynamic. Yeah, they really do. They really do. Ah. Oh. So many lovely moments. Oh, well, that's a nice way to start before we get into the most depressing episode of the series, isn't it? Um, it is. And I'm guessing we also had some advice. We did. Oh, yes. Diana's been in touch and said uh, her advice would be to L to go on, baby girl, and tell him you're crazy about him and see that he feels exactly the same. Oh, we hope so. I don't know if he feels exactly the same yet. I don't know if I've got that you know, with that much certainty as Diana has. I think Diana it's has. yet to be seen, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's definitely like, they, he's said that he loves her in a friendship way, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she's read further ahead in the comics. And <laughs> <laughs> um, and Aria um, has said, my advice is for Charlie to stop second-guessing Nick. Mm understand his hesitancy and fear but nick is doing everything right and telling charlie everything he's ever wanted to hear and he just needs to in the words of coach Singh, try not to worry about getting hurt and just throw himself into it yes i think we talked about how that was definitely a metaphor for it not just rugby yes i think so and on a side point this week um i know that kit connor has come off twitter <gasps> because of more speculation around his sexuality and <sighs> queer baiting because he's been seen holding hands with his co-star of his upcoming right. project. I've forgotten her name. Um, and so people started accusing him of queer baiting. Oh. So he's come off Twitter. Um, and lots of people kind of used Coach Singh's words around, you know, it's rude to guess people's sexuality, mm. uh, which I think is a line from the comic rather than the show. Um, but yes, the wise words of Coach Singh. Um, and Kit Connor, if you are listening... Oh, um, wouldn't that be we, amazing? <laughs> we utterly support you. Yes. Um, no and... matter what your sexuality is, you are just a flipping amazing actor who played a freaking amazing character and mm -hmm. just because that character was bisexual like you do you babe just like yeah and apart from anything else we need allies we yeah, need exactly. people who will um 
stand up for us and represent us no matter what their own sexuality is but who will um you know the character of nick nelson has done so much for so much the bi community and heartstopper overall has done so much for the queer community exactly. that just to have somebody like kit connor throw themselves into it um you know at such a young age mm. um to be doing such an amazing project um you know we wholeheartedly thank you and yeah. anybody who is attacking you is not a fan no absolutely not like uh, i don't understand i see i've missed all this when i was uh, on honeymoon and what a thing to come back to i mean obviously sad news about the queen as well which sad but yeah this just makes me annoyed. Like, I'm just angry. Why would anyone have a go at Kit Connor for living his life outside of a role that he played immaculately? Just because he was such a good actor and did such a good job portraying this relationship doesn't mean that that's how he feels in real life and that is okay. And he's still young, so why should he have to put a label on things? Exactly. Um, Exactly. Anyway, side point. Rant over ran over um oh back to the advice people have given for characters in the last episode claire has said not much advice for the characters in this episode because for the most part the characters are learning yeah and we sort of said that didn't we you know certainly darcy took on board what Elle was saying to her Mm um and you know nick and charlie are going through their own journey and learning through that and mm-hmm. yeah there's certainly a sense that the characters are um are, are taking on the advice that they're being yeah. given blossoming aren't they like those little cartoon flowers um but claire has said actually listen to the teacher when she says less chatting more tuning instead of talking <laughs> uh, nonsense about lesbians and tau take notice of nick and charlie holding hands for goodness sake, they were yes. literally right in I front know, of him. I know. I mean. <laughs> um, and Tara, Darcy, Nick, invite Charlie to have lunch with you too. It would have been more fun. Oh, yeah, I suppose they could have got him in there earlier. But hey-ho. Um, oh, more, most importantly, whoever the hell installed that door to lock on the inside, <laughs> why? <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah, but Tara and Darcy did kiss because of it. So, silver lining. Oh, and Jade, possibly my favourite bit of advice for the week, uh, for Darcy to actually throw cheese at those girls. Yeah. Yeah, I think that wins. Yeah. (laughs) Anti-homophobia cheese. Yeah, for the win. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks, guys, for writing in. And please uh, keep them coming because we love love hearing your thoughts and um, you always notice different things than we do, which is fantastic. Um, and I've also just noticed, because I'm now back on the Instagram for the first time since Honeymoon, that we've officially released the new logo. We have, From yes. Mr. Jesse. Uh, so just wanted to say on the podcast a big, big thank you to him um, for that amazing design which yeah he was very kind about my attempts my original attempts at designing as well he said he could see what i was going for and he's just elevated it 
and just made it even more fabulous. So we love that. And yeah, and we've had lots of positive response to it as well. So that's great. So thank you very much, Jessie. Fantastic. Before we get into this week's episode, we've had another voice note in. Oh, have we? We need to have a listen to. Goodness, I'm loving all these surprises. Hey, my name's Joseph. I'm from California. I just want to say I love your podcast. It's incredible. And it's a podcast I was looking for for a long time where someone goes by episode by episode and discuss, well, everything in the episode. Um, for this episode, like you said, it's one of your probably one of your favorites in the show. It's one of my favorites because it's just a happy, fun, just a good feeling episode. Like there's so many good vibes in there. I guess enjoy it a lot. Um, for me, my favorite Heartstopper moment would be basically when Nick or Charlie are doing homework, and then just they, Nick tells Charlie that he's out, they embrace, have a little kiss, roll on the floor. Also, one thing I noticed, kind of a spoiler for the graphic novel, I know you guys haven't read it yet, but when Charlie's staring at Nick, it's reversed in the graphic novel where Nick is staring at Charlie. So it was kind of cute they did it that way. Thank you so much for writing in, Joseph. It was lovely to hear your message. Um, for anyone who does want to send in uh, a voice note, they are limited to a minute. because I think we missed off the end of your message there, Joseph. Um, so um, you'll either have to send us in more than one or um, keep it under a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we love, we love, love to hear them. We know um, how hard that is. <laughs> who am yeah. I to say short and sweet when you end up having to edit me down? <laughs> every yeah. week <laughs> um but yeah i love that oh, thank you so much joseph and how exciting to hear from fans in different parts of the world who've been listening uh, all the way from california and uh yeah just loving the show as much as we do and totally agree same heart stopper moment as us so obviously very good taste and uh <laughs> I did not realise, I have still put off reading the graphic novel because, um, I don't know, I just want to save it to prolong the Heartstopper joy for a bit longer after we finish rewatching the series. I don't know if that's yes. the same for you, David, yeah. I've got yeah. it. We have talked about doing a, an episode on it, haven't we? Oh, we're so going to have to. I think it would be nice to yeah. save it for that. Yeah. But yeah, it's really interesting to hear about the kind of the differences. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think that's uh, too much of a spoiler. And the milkshake scene as well. I'm really interested. Send us another message, Joseph, and tell us the end of your thoughts yeah, about the milkshake the scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to know if that's different from the comic as well. Yeah. If you want to send us a voice note, um, you should be able to find a link on... Um, on the notes um, for this podcast episode on Spotify, um, or if you go to anchor.fm slash heartstopper hyphen podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe um, so that other people can find us um, and rate us as well. And um, that all helps people to find our podcast. Yeah, thank you so much, everyone who has already. I had a look on there the other day and uh, people have given us five stars. I was like, oh. I know. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> it's very exciting. Yeah. It feels like, oh, did you ever have those books? Tangent, apologies. But did you ever have those books when you were little where you'd like do maths questions and then there'd be a load of gold stars in the back and you'd like give yourself a gold star if you did the questions? Yes. Yeah. I used to love them a bit too much. So um, it was a similar <laughs> feeling when I saw that we had some some hearts yeah, or not some like hearts a little and stars. virtual pat on the back yeah it's like <laughs> so and um, thank you very very much to everyone who's already rated us on 
Spotify. If you haven't already, like David said, please do. It just helps other people find us. And um, yeah, we're glad you're enjoying. And we're loving the voice notes, so keep them coming as well. Uh, Great. Shall we get into this week's episode? I think it is time, yes. Ah, yeah, so this episode says... Bully. Bully. After both Nick and Tao get into fights with Harry, Charlie worries that he's making Nick's life too difficult and straining his friendship with Tao. Oh, no. That's going to be sad. Yeah. The only thing getting me through this episode is the fact that they've started filming season two this week. Oh, (laughs) my God. How have we not mentioned that already? I know. Oh, just... (laughs) Too exciting. So this episode opens with Charlie getting ready to go out. Mm -hmm. And who should appear in the background? (laughs) Out of nowhere. Tori the ghost. Tori, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Yeah, she really is. I can understand the theory that she is a ghost because she does just really pop up out of nowhere and she does give me kind of like um, the ring vibes with the long black hair. (laughs) And they talk a little bit about about where Charlie's going Mm -hmm. um, and Charlie finally admits that him and Nick are sort of seeing each other. Um, which of course Tori had called a long time ago. Yeah, she absolutely had, and um, yeah, she doesn't even see them together as often as Tao. So again, I'm wondering how Tao hasn't caught on to this if Tori has. I but hey ho, um, I think that's just like Tori's character is like she stays in the shadows a bit. She's a lot quieter, but she's a lot more observant. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think she's she's quite in tune with Charlie's emotions, isn't mm-hmm. she? I think she knows. Yeah, I think she reads him very well, doesn't yeah, she? For sure, um, and very supportive, as you can tell from this conversation, because she's the one who kind of gently brings up the fact that if he's going to the cinema with Nick and his friends, she's mm-hmm. seen his friends around at parties, and they're not as nice as Nick. Um, no. And Charlie, very sweetly, is just like, oh, I'll be fine as long as Nick's there, you know. It's all good. Nothing bad can happen because I'm, like, freshly in love and la 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 isn't anything beautiful. Um, But then he also says, when she asks, is he your boyfriend then? Mm -hmm. We're not ready to label it yet. Yeah. And then has a flashback that's not so nice yes and again yeah i want i i feel like this is a direct flashback and mm-hmm. it's not a kind of uh because some of the like when we've seen some of these moments before mm-hmm. they've been kind of in charlie's head haven't they but yeah. this one i feel actually did happen yeah i think and he's so too. reliving that yeah um and obviously that word boyfriend has kind of triggered that um that feeling in him mm-hmm. um and, um, yeah, we've kind of got this theme of the cracked mirror mm. coming through already, haven't we? Yeah. And with him standing in front of his own mirror, um, mm. doing his hair. Um, yeah, it's all kind of interesting. And I think it sort of speaks to um, the way he sees himself mm-hmm. and the sort of the impact that his relationship with Ben has had on his own self-image. Yes. So for people who've not watched it recently, the flashback is... Um, Charlie and Ben sitting on the floor of the library and Charlie says oh 
do you want to come and hang out this weekend outside of school? And Ben's like, why would I want to do that? And Charlie's says, oh, I thought now that we're boyfriends and Mm -hmm. just gets shot down so hard. And if I didn't already dislike Ben so much, this would be like the nail in the coffin for him because, oh, it's just, he doesn't even attempt to put it it? nicely, does he? No. It's just uncalled for. Yeah, and Joe Locke's reaction is great because you can just see how hurt he is. Mm. But, like, he doesn't it's it's not kind of outward enough for ben to notice or, mm. but it's it's enough for us to see yeah um and he strikes that balance really well but yeah no it's a really horrible moment isn't it mm. yeah and then when we come back to reality he's back rushing to get himself ready and then in the car with his dad on the way there um yep again don't think we've ever seen his dad anywhere other than the car. I think him, no, his dad and the car taxi. are yeah. one person. <laughs> like, yeah. The car is a part of dad and dad is the yeah. car. <laughs> but like Tori, he's also having concerns about these lads. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, warns Charlie that if anything's gonna, ha- if anything happens at all, to give him a call. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is really nice to see, isn't it? Really nice to see that he's paying attention to Charlie's life and he knows him well enough and knows the situation well enough, even if he doesn't know all the details, to be looking out for him in that way and to be that supportive and like, I am here for you, call me yeah, whatever time you but need. but trusting him to make that choice to, to let him put himself in that as well. Yeah. You know, it's not an easy thing to do knowing that it, it could go pear shaped mm-hmm. but to allow him that independence you know he, he is um you know on the verge of adulthood and so he's got to kind of explore these things and his feelings on his own mm-hmm. but you know with that that safety net there yeah i think it's it's really well handled and then mm-hmm. um i like the shot where it shows the rear view mirror and you can yes. see Nick standing there waiting for him. Yeah, he's been waiting. Yeah, yeah which is really sweet. And Charlie kind of like half running towards him. And <laughs> he just really captures the feeling of excitement at seeing each other. And it's very fun and light and bubbly. And um, and Charlie and Nick are joking on the way down the escalator, aren't they? About, uh-huh. um, <laughs> about all Nick's friends thinking that, Charlie's a gay nerd and then yeah. <laughs> Nick pointing yeah. out that he kind of is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's sweet, isn't it? Mm, and uh Nick reassures Charlie that Ben and Harry are not coming and the rest of his friends are not that bad, then they are there. Yes, we get that sort of ominous slow zoom in as they get to the bottom of the escalator and mm. we kind of just know yeah. what's gonna happen, don't we? Um and Harry's immediately cracking the jokes. Mm, and Ben just looks very smug. Yeah, just got a face you'd like to punch, doesn't he? He's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, both of them, actually. Yeah, Again, very good actors, because having seen um, Sebastian Croft and Cormac Hyde Corin a little bit on Instagram, um, yeah, both seem... Perfectly lovely in real life. I'd hope so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Seem to enjoy hanging out with all the rest of the cast. So that's when we cut to our 
title card mm -hmm. with again that cracked mirror, mirror crack. and we're back to those yeah. dark colors mm -hmm. there's no lovely pastels today nope we're in gray dreary yeah. we know we know what's coming it's gonna oh. be hard to watch this again okay let's do it <laughs> sorry i'm jumping ahead here for people that are mm -hmm. listening because I'm already talking about the end of the bit we just watched not the beginning but yeah that scene when Nick's in the car on the way home from the cinema with his mum mm -hmm. it's one of those times where I just think that it's gonna go a certain way you know what I mean yeah. like yeah Olivia Colman's such a good actress her face oh, does brilliant. not really give away you can tell that she's concerned but I don't know it was one of those times that made me think oh that's a disappointed look she's figured out that him and Charlie are a couple and she's disappointed it's gonna be a I don't accept this horrific this is gonna be the drama is what I thought was gonna be right. like Nick coming out and then his mum being like I don't understand so I'm not going to accept it and I just won't talk to you or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I have to say, I don't, I don't... I'm trying to think back to the first time I watched it. I don't remember getting that. I do feel that you're right. I think the penny has dropped with mm -hmm. her. I think she's worked it out. Mm. But I th and, and I think, yeah, she was trying to leave space for him to say that to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but he obviously doesn't. I just think her face doesn't give anything away. It's not like a really disappointed face. No. Well, I think it kind of is. I think it's that kind of feeling of her realising that things are going to be harder for him. Yes, I think you're right. And I interpreted that, yeah, as mm -hmm. she's worried that he's going to come out. She's worried that he's going to be gay, but actually, yeah. in retrospect, it's... I don't mind that he's gay, but I'm worrying that things are going to be harder for him because of that. Yeah, that and is sense. this going to be what your life is like because of your relationship with Charlie? Yeah, are you going to end up yeah. getting beaten up more often now? Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, and that was always something that my parents said, was that they were always worried about the impact it would have on my life and how other people might treat me because of it mm -hmm. and that it wasn't necessarily because of their own yeah views that but was it was yeah literally that. the first thing my dad said to me when I came mm -hmm. out to him that was his first reaction was I just worry that it's gonna make things really hard for you and, yes and I think that's why that bit always hits me so hard because I'm just like no oh. but it doesn't make things easy <laughs> But it's it's not that bad either. No. And I suppose we're lucky mm -hmm. living in the UK that we you know, things are open and um whilst there is homophobia, mm -hmm. um that it's relatively speaking quite rare. Yeah. Um And it's not illegal. Well, like it, in some countries it's fully illegal. Yes. And yeah. so it really could make things very hard for you. I know one of the things we were discussing when we were on honeymoon, we were, did I already say we were in Disney World? I think I might have done, but anyway, yeah, we were in Disney did, yeah. World in Florida. 
and um, we saw at least, off the top of my head that I remember, four other same-sex couples on honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And, which was lovely and it was really nice and, and we chatted to them all. Um, but it did make me think afterwards that possibly the reason that there are so many there is because there are less options of places to go, like traditional honeymoon destinations might yes. not be the safest. And even... You know, America is a strange place, mm. isn't it? In that, in many ways, it is very progressive. Mm-hmm. In others, you know, yeah. there are still parts of it where being gay is, is very, very difficult for people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had a message from somebody today who um, lives in the Bible Belt and uh. you know, says that things have been very difficult growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So, yeah, you know, there is still a long, a long, long way to go. Mm. Um, and, yeah. you know, I, I certainly don't think even in the UK we should be taking what we've got for granted because yeah. I think things could very, very quickly mm. change. Yeah. And isn't it amazing that Olivia Coleman <clears throat> can bring all that up <laughs> with a look? Like, she doesn't even say anything. <laughs> I know. She's got, like, oh. three lines in the entire series. And she, Although, the yeah. bit that she does say, the, oh, come mm. on, Nikki, that... Oh, I know, I love ...nearly that. broke me as well. It's like, so motherly. Their relationship. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, we've skipped ahead. We've skipped well, way let's ahead go back. because of my emotional outburst. So, no, let's go back. It's, a, it's a really emotional section, and it was it's quite a big section because we couldn't really stop it. Um... So we pick up after the title sequence. Oh yeah. Um, in the cinema, and mm-hmm. we've got our we've got that by lighting again. We've got that sort we of pinky, purpley, blue. I wrote um, that down as well. I did not notice that the first three or four no, times I watched no. it, but I am looking <laughs> yeah, out quite... for it now. And I wondered whether the um, the little nod to we could have sweet, we could have salty, we oh. could have both was a bit of a was a bit of a kind of a bye joke. I'm oh not I'm not sure. Goodness. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. probably was. I don't think anything in this show's an accident. It's so well thought through. You're absolutely right. I am yeah, I'd not picked up on that, but I would be willing to bet money that that was intentional. Oh, I love this show so much. But Charlie's not really feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um which again, we've sort of spoken before. There's this kind of hints at an eating disorder, isn't there? When mm-hmm. um, when he's in a space where he's feeling sad or upset or anxious, that his um, his eating seems to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so yeah, we get another kind of hint to that here, don't we? Mm-hmm. And I can't remember exactly what order it all happens in, but I think. There's some muttering of some of the other boys in the background yeah, saying things like, oh, what's he even doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, lots of kind of homophobic, under the under the breath comments. And um, someone asks Ben, oh, didn't you used to hang out with him? And Ben just fully denies that he's ever spoken to him. Like, uh, uh, mm. yeah. But then we have a nice moment. We do have some lightness in this section um, where Nick says, calls Charlie Char, 
and grabs his elbow just Aww. gently to try and comfort him. It's so cute. Uh, I've written very little detail about this section, but I have written in capital letters, I love them. <laughs> I do, they yeah. Are just, don't they're we all? just adorable together and the way they smile at each other and their warmth. Mm. and Yeah, their, their chemistry is just unparalleled. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. And you can see the way it picks Charlie up straight away, even mm-hmm. in that really awkward situation with Ben and Harry and everyone all around. He still then brings a smile to his face um, and starts laughing at Nick, yeah. calling him Char and taking the mick <laughs> out of him a little bit. And uh, and the Nick saying he's never calling him that again, but... Yeah smiling that smile and oh. it's like we said before they just they know how to be there for each other mm-hmm. and they can just take those cues mm-hmm. and just run with them um yeah perfect absolutely perfect yeah and then when they're in the cinema i think they're watching some kind of scary film mm-hmm. which i can't relate to because i would never ever like mm, maybe at home with a cushion <laughs> but even then probably not yeah but no, to I'm go not to the cinema yeah. not happening but uh they do so there's obviously some kind of scary moment in the film that makes charlie reach out and grab nick's mm-hmm. hand and then kind of panic and pull away and apologize and um worry that someone's going to see them but then that prompts nick to Get a sneaky little, sneaky little handhold more intentionally. Yeah, he's 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 very wary, isn't he? He spends a lot. He looks very deliberately mm. along the line to make sure that nobody's looking, and you can see yeah. that he's terrified. But he's kind of testing the water, isn't he? And pushing his own mm-hmm. boundaries, I think. And he starts yeah. with just like um, a tentative finger little hook. Little fingers. Yeah. Little fingers. And we get some blue sparks this time. Oh. Um, and then they sort of fully commit to the handhold, don't they? They do, yeah. And I like that it had some little crackles, like reminiscent of the original. Yeah. Maybe not to the same degree, because it's still more subdued. It's kind of more subtle, secret handhold. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that same feeling, mm-hmm. which is really nice. And we, we notice that Ben is sat behind. Mm. Um. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that he would be able to see their hands. But we'll get to that in a second. Well, yeah, I did notice this time of watching that he does glance down Mm -hmm. when they first hold hands. Because I was watching him to see if he could see. And you can definitely see his eyes flick down. But, yeah. yeah. They tend to be quite high-backed seats, don't they, at the cinema? Yeah. Mm, Anyway. He does. Yeah, we'll allow the artistic license <laughs> for the purposes of this scene. <laughs> he doesn't react to it, though. Like, no. I, I saw his eyes flick down and I was expecting some kind of expression to cross his face. But no, it's very something. subtle. But um, it didn't. So, yeah. They watched the rest of the film holding hands, mm-hmm. presumably. Presumably. And uh, then as they're going out of the cinema, Charlie's in a much better mood again. Mm-hmm. He's, they're happy, they're joking. And then Harry ruins it immediately because, of course, he does. Yeah, Ugh. he just completely unsolicitedly <laughs> kind of bursts <laughs> through everyone else and just, like, 
hooks his arm around Charlie and just starts asking all these questions about what it's like to be gay and what sort of guys he's into. Does he like musicals or these <laughs> Do you like musicals? Maybe chuckles, to be fair. I know. I mean, I know it's not funny, but it's just, it's so, uh, such a stereotype that it just was like, yeah. Yep. I can't really talk because I do love musicals, but um, <laughs> yeah. So do I. <laughs> Not all musicals. Who doesn't? Not Mamma Mia, I swear. <laughs> um, and yeah, and so Charlie gets really uncomfortable really quickly. Mm, understandably. And particularly when Harry says, is Nick your type? Mm. And, ha- and Nick does try and kind of step in mm-hmm. a few times, doesn't he? And say, oh, leave it, Harry, stop being a dick. Like, what are you doing? But then when he starts saying, do you like Nick? Is Nick your type? Nick really, really steps in and is like, that's enough now. Stop Mm -hmm. it. Which gives Charlie the opportunity to leg it out to the car. But not after Um, Charlie, not before, sorry, Charlie has had to kind of publicly deny the fact that Nick is his type. And and you can just see that that kills both of them for him to have to say that. Yeah, that was awful as well, wasn't it? Mm. Nick's face. Brutal. Um, so, yeah, obviously, Nick's upset, Charlie's upset. <sighs> they run out to the car park, which is also by flag colours. Car park's blue, light ah, coming from the cinema's one. pink. Yeah. Um, and Charlie says that he's used to it by now, which oh, is no, heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking, that line. Mm. It's just sort mm. of, he's just been kind of worn down by it, hasn't he? And although he's claiming that it's fine, you can see how hurt he is. Mm. Um, it's sort of like, you know, when you have a dull ache in your back and mm. it's always there and yeah. you, it's always bothering you, but mm. you just kind of have to keep going and keep living yeah, with it just ignore it yeah and it's not that it's gone away and it's not that it's still mm-hmm. bothering you mm-hmm. and it's... it does still hurt mm-hmm. but you've just tried to put it to the back of your mind mm-hmm. um that's kind of what i'm getting here because yeah. it obviously is still hurting him yeah but he's yeah. just ground down by it yeah that's a great comparison i think it still hurts but it's just a part of his life and mm-hmm. he's just accepted it, which is bloody awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Nick goes back into the cinema to go straight to confront Harry. And meanwhile, Ben somehow appears from nowhere. He does a Tory. Yeah, I and don't just... know how he's got that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he does sound out of breath, doesn't he? Yeah. I noticed. So he's clearly run a rat like a long way round or something <laughs> to up get the there ca- and cut the car Charlie ramp, off. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? He's made an effort for someone who really doesn't care and like never re- really liked Charlie anyway. Mm-hmm. He's putting a lot of effort into getting there to tell him that. So just saying and yeah of course he confronts charlie about being with mm-hmm. nick mm-hmm. um which again charlie denies Charlie just denies it um yep. and ben just uses the opportunity just to kick him while he's down and say mm-hmm. well i'm not surprised because why would anyone mm-hmm. want to go out with someone as desperate as you mm-hmm. i mean as a viewer this is all reflecting back on Ben. We know this is all oh, Ben's own insecurities, but it is horrible 100%. to watch. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I know. And you can tell that, I don't know, Charlie kind of knows that too deep down, but he's been so worn down by all these comments over time that he's like starts to believe it a bit he's like i know that's not true what you're saying about me because nick is really going out with me and i do really like him but because he can't admit out loud that him Mm. and nick are a thing he doesn't have that kind of weapon almost does he yeah nope and he hasn't got the word boyfriend no Mm um yeah and then Charlie's dad car, car dad, pulls up again, <laughs> just in the nick of time, to whisk him away. And again, his dad says, are you all right? What mm-hmm. happened? Checking in. Um, and Charlie just says he's fine. Yeah, cause... he doesn't want to talk about it, does he? No. <sighs> what an awful thing to just get used to. Oh, it's yeah, it's just it's just horrible, and I just I don't know where Ben's coming from. I'm sort of trying to understand what his motivation is, Mm. and other than kind of his own self-loathing, though he says Mm. that he's not even gay. I wonder if is he, and it's just it's just a sense that he's he is David. He just (laughs) well, yeah, he is. Oh, he's at least bi. And he's just really, really in denial mm-hmm. about it. And he probably wanted more from the kind of half relationship that he had with Charlie, but mm-hmm. was too scared to commit to it. Yeah. And that that's why all bullying happens, doesn't it? Because people are scared of what they don't understand and then they just lash out instead of, you know, working to understand their own feelings. It's just like, I don't understand it, so I'm just going to hate it instead. Yeah. Right. It's that, but towards himself. And th- and there must be a jealousy there. Oh, for sure. That he's now kind of with Nick. Because mm-hmm. that's obviously a big motivator for him to have come out with Run all, all of this the way now. around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. But Charlie gets whisked away by mm-hmm. his dad, so he doesn't have to listen to Ben ramble on for too long. And um, we cut back to Nick marching inside to confront Harry more directly and just tell him off, which is, I mean, it's it's good to see, but also really hard to watch. Really hard to watch. Um, and, you know, again, Harry tries to play it off as banter, doesn't he? Mm. Um, and he even says, you know, we're not being homophobic. He just doesn't fit in. <laughs> But then... (laughs) Yeah, not being homophobic, but here are all the homophobic things that I am going to Mm -hmm. say and do. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Um, I'm really struggling to talk about this scene. Um, The the word that Harry uses is very loaded, isn't it? Yeah. And it really, I think it really does come as a shock in this series because there is so little Mm -hmm. language. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all been very, very mild. Yeah. PG 12 up to this point, mm-hmm. hasn't it? And then that feels. Yeah, it's a bit of a heavier hitter, isn't it? It's quite. Yeah, my reaction to that was quite visceral, I think. And um, it just completely makes sense. Nick's reaction to it. Yeah. And it was literally like 
a beat mm -hmm. like pathetic fag punch yeah. like boom like he did not have to spend time thinking about that that was just a knee-jerk reaction of you say this and this is what happens yeah to me like that is just pure emotion coming out as action and um i mean not justifying it punching people's never great no but it's not the answer it's understandable yeah in this instance <sighs> which then leads to them getting into a fight mm -hmm. and which is also really hard to watch um yeah you are just kind of seeing you know things sort of apparently kind of crumbling around mm -hmm. Nick and Charlie and we've had these you know this really wonderful build up of their relationship being so sweet and lovely yeah. and all of the wonderful things that that's brought and now you're yeah. just seeing the kind of the pieces around them just kind of falling away one by one and mm -hmm. it's yeah it's really really hard to watch isn't it yeah I think it's really nicely <clears throat> done that way mm -hmm. though because I think in reality in a new same-sex relationship where people are just discovering their sexuality and just coming to terms with things and just starting dating and um, friends and family are slowly finding out things like this. It's a bit more of a up and down. It's a bit more of a like, oh, there's a lovely bit and then there's an awful bit and then there's mm -hmm. a lovely bit and then there's an awful bit. And it's just a big mash of... It's wonderful and freeing, but also it brings with it all this shit. Yeah. Whereas I think it's really cleverly done that the show still shows both sides of it, mm -hmm. but in such wide sweeps that it you can really see the contrast. It's not like, oh, there's a little, little bit of nastiness and then a little bit of a nice bit, a little bit of nastiness. It's like... All the loveliness isn't this swell of emotion and beautiful romance blossoming, fantastic, and and it is because it truly is. Mm -hmm. And then here's all the crap all in one episode because that also exists, and yeah. it really drives home the emotion of both sides of that situation in yes. a better way, mm -hmm. I think, than if it was interspersed. Yeah. And then, yeah, we, we've talked about then the scene with um, Nick's mum and Nick in the car with Nelly. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't even mention that Nelly was there too. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. If I wasn't already sobbing from uh, Olivia Coleman's fantastic performance, then oh, Nelly yes. completely broke me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, with a little chin on Nick's knee. Oh, I've seen before I went away on Instagram that it's been confirmed that... Uh, um, Echo, the dog who plays Nelly, has been asked to come back for seasons yeah. two and three. Oh, so good. Oh, I'm pleased about so, that. So uh, Nelly's going to be around, which is great. Excellent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fab. I just this this scene is brilliant. It's a really yeah. It's a really powerful, it's powerful scene. Gut wrenching mm -hmm. and awful and Kit Connor and Olivia Coleman's face acting. Oh, the two of them together. They barely talk, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they don't need to. There's so much in the in the air between them, isn't mm, there? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I 
thought that everything we've seen up to this point was the entirety of this episode. I can't remember oh, what really? else happens um, in this episode. I thought that um, that was the end of the episode. So, um, yeah, we still have we still have a bit left. Well, yeah. Oh, we've still got just over half. We better crack on. <laughs> so in this next section, we pick up again. Um, first of all, with Charlie waking up, um, the alarm going off. He's looking really sad. Um, we cut straight away to him on the bus with Tori. They're not talking. Mm. Again, he just looks absolutely broken. Yeah. And he's got his headphones on, just looking out the window. And it's raining because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a comic. And uh, listening to... Well, I assume he's listening to, but we're listening to, definitely listening to um, the song Tired. Yeah. um, Which fits perfectly. Perfectly, yeah. Like everything in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's tired and the the lyrics of the song actually say maybe it's time to say goodbye which oh, really gives sad. you a very literal interpretation of what's going through Charlie's mind, doesn't it? And yeah, mm-hmm. it's really sad. Yeah. Um, and then he gets off the bus to be greeted by Harry which is just perfect mm-hmm. and i almost think for a moment that harry is being a little bit genuine he's you know he's trying to say look you know it was only just a joke there was nothing meant by it and it almost feels yeah. genuine for a moment yeah for him mm-hmm. yeah it's quite like that's him being nice isn't yes. it? <laughs> yeah and i wouldn't expect him to come out with a heartfelt apology but that sort of feels no. like the closest thing we'd get from his character yeah um and then charlie notices harry's face mm-hmm. and you can see him go from <clears throat> that kind of dreamy well not dreamy but kind of like not bothered slouching through to he's suddenly like paying attention mm-hmm. properly um, he's not in his own little world anymore. He is. He wants to know what's happened to Harry's face, and uh, Harry says to ask Nick because mm-hmm. he can't control his anger. <sighs> Dear, which sends Charlie storming into form room. Yes, and we get that. Um, I like the kind of the handheld camera as it's sort of working mm. its way through the classroom, and Nick's kind of turned the other way. So it's only when Charlie sits down that we then see See. Nick turn Mm. and then we see the bruising on his face. Yeah. Oh, I just realised we missed out the bit as well that Tao came and tried to come to Charlie's defence, didn't he? Because he thought there was, you know, he just saw Harry and Charlie talking and assumed Harry was being a... A slime ball. Slime ball. Yeah, (laughs) saw Charlie and Harry talking and assumed Harry was being a slime ball. So, um... He came over to try and intervene, but Charlie tells him to leave it. Yeah. Um, which is important because then later on we see Tao talking to Elle about how he feels responsible for drawing more attention to Charlie by standing up to Harry more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to form room. Yeah, back to back to form room. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, I think Charlie feels really responsible doesn't he he feels like mm-hmm. it's his fault the fact that he's kind of brought all of this upon 
Nick. Mm. I love Nick's response because, again, it just feels like it's speaking to the queer community. Then you shouldn't have to put up with this anymore. Yeah, nearly made me cry all over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only reason I didn't is because I've already watched this episode before. I seem to remember that I watched episodes um, six, seven, eight all in a row and cried pretty much continuously throughout all of them for different reasons. There was happy tears and sad tears, but it's just a roller coaster, isn't it? Um, yeah, you shouldn't have to be used to this. No. And uh, then Charlie apologises again and gets the S word banned. Um, and <laughs> Nick decides that he just doesn't want to be friends with those guys anymore because, yeah. you know... Even when Charlie says, oh, it wasn't all of them, they're not all as bad as Harry, Nick points out that, well, maybe they're not saying it, but they're just stood there letting it happen. Yeah. Which that is kind of... Makes you complicit in it, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And the, the head on the shoulder is so oh. telling, isn't it, of that, of kind of how draining the mm. whole thing is. Yeah, and in form room as well. Yeah. Like, clearly, either getting more comfortable with the idea of people finding out or just too knackered to care, or probably a bit of both. Yeah. Um, But either way, it's a very lovely moment because you can see their faces side by side and you can see that Nick is just knackered and Charlie is also knackered, but also thinking the cogs are turning and he's starting to question whether this is the right thing. Yeah. You know. And, um, yeah, we see him at lunchtime that day kind of going then Mm. to the art room on his own and again just sitting in that corner refusing Mm -hmm. to eat. Yeah. He gets his lunch out, doesn't he? But then puts it away again. I just thought you can just see the weight of everything on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Dabs. Um, and then we cut to Tawanel mm-hmm. on the bench, which I just love the like composition of that scene with like the bench in the middle, the little rainbow umbrella behind yes. them, and it being quite a wide shot mm-hmm. showing that there's no one else around. I just think it's it's nice. It is a nice Very, shot. It's a nice quite a pretty show in general isn't it like it's very oh aesthetically it's beautiful that's the word yeah um and yeah that kind of contrast from the sort of quite gray classroom environment to yeah this lovely sunny park and yeah it's it's great 100 percent um so tao is offloading to Elle. he's letting her know that he's worried that it's his fault charlie's getting picked on again because he's been fighting back or Mm -hmm. verbally fighting back with harry um and she reveals that he used to make comments to her yeah before but she could never really do anything about it because he wasn't the only one yeah it's just awful isn't it Mm -hmm. yeah gives you a little glimpse into what her life at Truer must have been like yeah um, but that conversation leads them on then. Yeah. To <laughs> to Elle saying that she's not surprised that Nick said something if Harry was constantly having to go mm-hmm. at Charlie. 
And then for some reason, that's the thing that makes the penny drop for Tao. <laughs> yeah, I mean, L. I think L's leading him in, isn't she? She she wants him to pick yeah. up on that. And I think yeah. perhaps he's more open to hearing it from L than he is from Charlie. Because perhaps mm. he's... He's, he's, he's so, to her. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. I think it's that he's... You know, for such a long time, he was crushing on Nick. And they mm. all thought he was seeing things that weren't there. Uh, and I think yeah, he true, may have got true. stuck in that mindset. And so when Elle starts to say it, I think he's more yeah. receptive then. I think she's a voice of reason here. Yeah, she's always been the voice of reason. And at the beginning, she also said, oh, Nick Nelson's the straightest person ever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, even though she doesn't explicitly say they are together, Tao. <laughs> um, well, initially, that... she doesn't <laughs> Well, yeah, she does in the end. But um, even though she just says, oh, I'm not surprised Nick said something, if Harry was being mean to Charlie. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge, nudge. Um, And you can literally see the cogs turning. I feel like there was steam about to come out of Tower's ears during that scene, like the eyes flicking back and forth. It goes on for a long, long time. And I really love this because <laughs> the pace of this processing. episode is so fast. But to mm, allow the actors all of that space to process yeah. that yeah. emotion. You can literally great. see almost him thinking through mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. everything that Charlie said about Nick, all the times that he's seen Nick and Charlie together. Mm-hmm. And then he says, doesn't he? It's been ages. Since. since the milkshake cafe so there's yeah. a long time that he's just like replaying in his mind isn't it? <laughs> um, oh dear i would love to know what goes through his mind in that moment just have a little like thought bubble appear above him and just show what he's having to replay and re-see for the first time probably because he's probably now seeing all those interactions between nick and charlie in a totally different way yeah. with this new information and questioning why Charlie hasn't told him. Yes, yeah. And, yeah, Elle does say as well, doesn't she? She's like, sorry, I didn't tell you, but Charlie said he wanted to tell you himself, but I don't uh, know why he hasn't by right now. It. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Tao storms off. Yeah, he needs some time to process, doesn't he? Yeah, and that's where we got up to. Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't. We just watched Nick and Charlie texting. Ah, yeah, we did. Sorry, yes. Yeah. I got confused then as well because the next scene is back to Tao storming off. But um, in between, there was a quick little scene of just Charlie doing that, writing a text, deleting the text, Mm -hmm. writing the text, deleting the text, um, trying to figure out what to say to Nick. And it's a really good way of showing what's going on in his mind, Mm -hmm. but without that kind of artificial, I'm going to talk to myself about this now while I'm sat in my room, which they sometimes do on TV shows. Yeah, because we start with what Charlie really wants to say, don't we? Yeah, Um, it's a really good way of showing mm -hmm. what's on his mind. And then he just sort of gradually kind of reins it back in to, (laughs) let's meet for lunch. Let's just meet for lunch tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, what he actually wants to say is, are you sure we should be together? I don't want you to lose all your friends over me. What he ends up saying is, shall we meet for lunch? And then Nick replies almost straight away, yeah, sure, are you okay? And Charlie just turns his phone off and doesn't reply, which is 
heartbreaking as well, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> okay, We're gonna have now some... back to Tao's drop. Yeah. <laughs> and some lightness, because we love Tao's bum. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's fantastic. So we rejoin um, at Tao's house, um, and Tao's mum answers the door to Elle, um, mm-hmm. and makes some hilarious comments about leaving the door slightly open. Wink. Oh, <laughs> wink. And actually literally winks. Really I just funny. love her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Tao and Elle go up to Tao's bedroom to watch some films and eat some cookies. And draw um, shoes. Badly. And draw shoes. <laughs> <laughs> not... Yeah, I think that must be Tao's art homework because he says I should never have taken art yes, GCSE, yeah. doesn't he? Um, um, I'm not sure what Elle does to help. I'm not convinced it makes much difference. But um, it's a nice moment. <laughs> it makes it they... vaguely more shoe-like. And it makes a nice moment that, mm-hmm. of teamwork. And uh, Tao jokes that he will treasure the shoe potato always, yes. which I think is very sweet. <laughs> it is. Um, and it shows how important they are to each other, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Um, and then Tao starts to kind of rationalise why Charlie hasn't told him about Nick. Mm. Um, it starts out rational. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was going to be rational. Yeah, like um, because um, yeah, he says he feels that he thinks that town might then say something in front of all of the rugby lads and out yeah. out their relationship, and that's completely Which understandable. Makes sense. But Nick's more important than their friendship, and it then kind of goes into spirals this, into yeah, woe is me. I'm going to be alone forever. Yeah, while poor <laughs> Elle sat there being like, "You're actually literally not alone." <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but then he does put, pull himself up on it, kind of, doesn't he? He's After Elle makes a joke and breaks attention by saying, well, maybe, you know, he just didn't want to tell you because he's scared you're going to make him watch Donnie Darko. Yeah. Um, it, Tao recognises that he's maybe just scared of being alone, doesn't he? Yeah. And she goes on to say that that's, that's how she felt. You know, she's been there and that it it mm-hmm. does get better. And uh, yeah. yeah, they share a sort of a nice, a nice moment, don't they? Mm. Again, it's kind of a similar thing to what we were saying about Nick and Charlie about how they, they're <clears> able <throat> to provide what the other needs at the right time. Elle knows how to break the tension with a bit of humour when needed, and she also knows mm-hmm. when to be serious and to just genuinely give him some good advice about what's going on. Yeah, and getting a grip of himself, really. Mm. So the next day at lunch, um, Tao sort of seems to extend an olive branch to mm. Charlie and says, oh, look, I'm on my own. Why don't we have lunch together? Yeah. Um, and Charlie replies to say that he's waiting for Nick first. Yeah. He'll be there in a bit. Because he's just told him last night that he needs to meet up mm-hmm. with him for lunch to talk to him because he's worried that he's, you know, causing yep. too much trouble and he wants to, like break things off but from Tao's perspective it's like you're choosing Nick over me don't even bother we're not even friends anymore yeah slams his phone down yeah yeah but before Charlie can do anything about it Nick arrives and sits mm-hmm. opposite and they look so far apart like oh, that table looks huge and they're just like facing each other so directly it's just yeah. really cold Mm, um, I think it, 
is this like the first time they've ever sat like that? Because usually they're side by side in form, aren't they? Yeah. And like when they've eaten lunch together, they've been like on the corner of a table, so yeah. they're near enough to hold hands. And yes. I don't think they've ever sat directly opposite each other like no. that. Oh, maybe the milkshake cafe, but then there were other people there. Yes. And even then yeah. they looked close. They were kind of leaning in, weren't they? And the table mm-hmm. felt much smaller and... Yeah, the separation between them here, it just it just feels enormous, like some canyon yeah. between them. Um, and, oh gosh, Charlie starts blaming himself for this mm-hmm. fight. Um, and Charlie looks like, it wasn't your fault. But Charlie's like, Charlie it was my it, fault. And yeah, just Nick's face is just, it's, oh, it's, yeah. Mm. Completely heartbroken. He Mm -hmm. knows where Charlie's going with this. He still stays quiet and lets him carry on, though, Mm -hmm. which I think is kind of admirable as well because he clearly knows where Charlie's going with this, but he's still listening to Charlie's point of view. Yep, even even though though... every word is a dagger in his heart. Yeah, oh, Mm -hmm. bless his little cotton socks. And he's still got the bruise and he just looks looks so broken. Oh, Oh dear. Poor little golden retriever. Meanwhile, Tao is sat outside and Harry joins him to rub Again, salt in the Unsolicited. Mm-hmm. Just why? No one is inviting you to chat to them, Harry. Nope. Like, he can stop seize on his own. He's easy pickings. Yeah, just a real slime ball. Um, I'm using slime ball every time I want to call him a ruder word. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so Harry starts having to go. I don't even remember what about. Something stupid. It's about the picture uh, and... Oh, uh, yes. And then notices it says L on the bottom and says, mm-hmm. who's L? Mm-hmm. Which I think is quite telling as well, that like even though L was in their school for probably a year after she started her transition, he's not familiar with the name because I remember Elle mentioning before that there were some teachers in Truham when she was still there before she'd had the chance to Mm -hmm. transition to Higgs that were still calling her by her dead name and obviously Harry was still one of those people as well that just did not get the memo yeah and so of course things escalate really quickly Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah it goes into a full blown fight um, which gets the whole school outside. Um, Including Nick and Charlie. Yep, and Nick pu- has to pull Harry off of Tao. Tao's doing really well, actually. He's holding his own. Yeah, He's throwing I mean, fair play. The water over Harry. It's, re- you know, it's, it's really well done, this scene. But I It's think... a really good fight scene. I mean, like it's very realistic to what I remember mm-hmm. from school, like all the other kids crowding around yeah. and cheering, which is yes. ridiculous when you think about it now, but uh, yeah. But yeah, the I point suppose. Nick arrives, I think that is the point where it was starting to turn and that Harry was getting the upper hand. So he comes along mm. at the right time. He does. How all of the kids from the lunch hall get there quicker than any members of staff. Well, that always happened as well. Yeah. When I was in school, that that is accurate. I don't know. Yeah. I think kids hear fight and they're like, ooh. Like, um, uh, but once, once yeah. separated... Tao then finally confronts Charlie about why he hasn't told him. Yeah, and once again puts the blame on, on Charlie. Charlie. For well, everything. you say once again, 
I mean, the only person putting the blame on Charlie before was Charlie himself. Yes. Like, Nick was trying to tell Charlie that it wasn't his fault. Mm -hmm. It's Charlie who has been saying, it's all my fault, it's all my fault. But now Tao is confirming that belief by literally saying, this is all your fault, (laughs) which is not very helpful. I know. And and again, the space that the camera leaves just on Charlie's face, Mm -hmm. just letting that sink in. Um, Mm -hmm. It's... You know that all of the the cast are just so good, aren't they? And they just really take you on that journey with them. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. That's it. Yeah. And again, I love the music in this final scene. It fits Mm. really, really well. The the kind of mood, the energy of it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Teenage angst and high energy. It's just perfect. Yeah. So even though it was a, it was definitely a downer in terms of the rest of the series, um, it was still a perfect episode of television. Oh yeah, it's a brilliant, brilliant piece of writing and filmmaking. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to get happy again. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, and it will because there's only one episode left, and yeah. So what's our heart stopper moment for this week? Well, there aren't very many happy heart stopper moments, are there? No, but they don't have to be happy, do they? I think Uh, Nick and his mum in the car, that moment between them... That's what I was thinking as well. ...is great. I love that moment. Um, In terms of emotional punch, I think. Yes, and for all of the the work that the actors are doing, uh, Mm. they really sell that moment we could also throw in um the bit where the bit where charlie's trying to break up with nick um Mm, that bit that's really heart-wrenching um the bit with tau and l where l finally tells tau that nick and charlie's together and then tau's about two full minutes of processing time (laughs) Yes. And his face as he goes through all those memories. Yeah. And, uh... Or Nick's speech where he says, oh, you shouldn't yes. have to go through this. You, should, you, know, yes. you shouldn't have to put up with this. Nobody should have to that put up with this. I'm so tired. That's bit that brought a little tear to my eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when he collapses on Charlie's shoulder. Yeah. yeah. I think that I might think... just pip it for me. I think it's between that and uh, OC. Mm-hmm. Olivia Coleman's heart-wrenching look to the side when she says that Charlie's a very special friend. Yeah. I think I think of those two, I think I would go for Nick's speech in the would classroom. You? But I'm aware that the other moment had quite an emotional impact on you. <laughs> I know, but we don't always just have to go for the moments that made me cry the most. That's not like our barometer of... <laughs> heart stopperness <laughs> it's fine yeah it's all good it's yeah all i think it's a impactful. very powerful moment when he's mm-hmm. when he's saying about that you know enough's enough yeah you shouldn't be putting up with this anymore i think that's a real yeah. kind of breaking the fourth wall moment yeah speaking to all of us yeah let's go with that and i think I it's agree. a turning point for his character as well yeah Okay, so that's our heart stopper moment. Where are we putting it? Where are we putting it? Okay, so at the top we've still got Tara and Darcy. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I don't think that's... Well, actually... No, no. It's a different kind of heart-stopping, though. It is, but I still can't put it above that. Okay. Number two... I feel like, yeah, Taran Darcy's was heart-stopping because it was so uplifting and it just made your heart sore, whereas this is heart-stopping because it's more like a gut punch, you know? Yeah. Number two, currently, is from last week's episode... Right. And that was was the moment in the homework scene. Ah, yeah, that's lovely. Um, Number three is the hands crackles, but I'm still not sure I can put it above the hand crackles. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. See, I was going to go... I'm hanging on to the hand crackles, but yeah, there's something about this moment. It feels a bit like a rallying cry, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Of like, you should not stand for this. Everyone. No one should stand for this kind of behaviour. Whether you are queer or whether you're an ally, no one stands for this. And that's why I think it has to be higher up the list. Because it's... Like you said, it's it's speaking to us directly. Okay. If, it go- I... if it's going above the hand crackles, I think it also needs to go above... The hug from last week, or the, yeah, even the homework scene from last week. Yeah. So I think because that's to... more cute. Like yes. it's lovely, but it's. So I think it becomes our new number two. Number two. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Okay. Done. Sold. Right. And have you got any advice for our characters? Oh, well, I'll have to have a little think. Oh, I think I've got some advice for Harry. Mm-hmm. To just not... Just, just don't. Not. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> like, if you're thinking of going up to someone and giving them some unsolicited, uh, like, comment, just don't. Just don't. Mm-hmm. Just like, there's so many times in this episode where he just like goes up to people for no reason and starts shit. And I'm like, you've got your own friends, apparently. I don't know how much they actually like you, but still, they there, they exist. Talk to them. Yeah. Stop just going up to people that you don't dislike. I'm picking on them. I think, and the more I'm saying about this, the more I think it might be like a curiosity thing. Like he wants to get to know more about these more unusual people. Potentially. That's why he's approaching them all the time. Because otherwise, why do you care? Like, just chat to your own friends and stop going and causing people upset for no reason. (laughs) Please and thank you. Yeah. And then maybe you won't get punched in the face as often. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right there. Um, I think my advice has got to be for Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, to go and have a, a, a good, long, hard look in the mirror. Mm. Um, you might not like what you see, mm. but get used to it understand it yeah figure it out yeah before you start 
trying to take that out on somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not before yeah. you start. Don't take it out on just, anybody else. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> just don't. But Similar yeah, advice. stop looking for other yeah. people to blame for it. Yeah. And try and understand where your feelings are coming from. Yeah. I think that's good advice. And I think that's oh. my first serious bit of advice. I was just about to say, <laughs> yeah, we both went serious this and week. Yeah. I was expecting you to come up with something funny, but uh, yeah, serious episode and uh, two lots of serious advice. So it fits, fits the theme. Indeed. But uh, interested to hear what everyone else comes up with. Maybe yes. someone else is, uh, manages to bring a bit more lightness <laughs> to the episode <laughs> than so. us. Um, um, so please do um, send us your advice for the characters at Heartstopper Fan Podcast. Or remember, you could also send us a voice note. And that address for that is anchor.fm slash heartstopper hyphen podcast. Is it a hyphen or a dash? The sideways Either, one. I think, I think. Minus symbol? Yeah. yeah that minus, one. Well, sideways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the little horizontal boy. Anchor.fm slash heartstopper hyphen podcast. And remember to keep them under a minute. And under a minute. Otherwise the end you. will get cut off. That's not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a cliffhanger and we need to know what happens. Oh, yes. And my advice to um, Joseph um, from California is please send us the end of your <laughs> your thoughts on the ice cream scene. Because yes. I really want to know. Yes. <laughs> so I think I think that wraps it up for this week, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. One more episode to go. Oh, I know. I'm really excited for the like nice happy ending. But I'm, I'm excited also for really it. sad for it to be over. I know, I know. I mean, it's never really over because we can just rewatch series. it again. I've got two more and there's seasons. two more series. Yeah. Two more seasons. Oh. So join us again next time for episode eight yes episode eight which is called boyfriend Boyfriend. which is kind of a spoiler but at this point not really (laughs) (laughs) who hasn't watched it by now i mean really so if you haven't watched it yet just do it what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah we'll look forward to discussing episode eight with you in two weeks time will do thanks again for listening See you soon. Bye.